Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This guy right here, Marvin Harrison Jr., the 1.1 rookie pick in 2024 rookie-only fantasy football drafts. We're going to talk about potentially some landing spots. We're going to just dip in barely into this rookie content because on January 1, I drop all the, the, the absolute monster gems for the 2024 rookie class. Get ready for that. No one does rookie content better than we do. No one, no one does content in the offseason better than we do. And it all begins January 1, really right now. But we don't take a break. Oh, I'm going to go on a little vacation for a month. I'll be back. No, we start doing work now. But January 1 is when it all really, truly, fully kicks off. And this guy's going to be a hot topic all offseason long. Is he the 1.1 rookie? We're discussing that. And as you've noticed at the top of this show, we're going to be discussing the MVP race as well. And did Brock Purdy get knocked out of the MVP consideration? You may think Lamar's going to win. You may think McCaffrey's going to win. But the question is, can Purdy come back from this? If he has a great week 17, is there even room for him to do it against the Washington Commanders? Can a Washington Commander... Uh, effort really do much at this point can Purdy recapture that glory or is Lamar all but inked it and secured it against both these guys or does does CMC end up ripping it away from Lamar I really truly believe that Purdy's out of the MVP race at this point you can't go out and do what you did when this guy is the one that did it against you like it would be different if they both struggled in this game this is a game against each other and this man won and maybe in this Super Bowl it's a rematch and and this guy can actually bring home a victory but we'll see what happens I'd love to know your thoughts on the MVP race Lamar knocking out party for the MVP vote I think uh you know early on to discuss something like that but that's the way I feel let's get into it NFL draft order is right in front of your face as of right now this could change Chicago getting this pick from the Carolina Panthers the Cardinals looking at the two pick and there's a lot of chatter right now about Marvin Harrison Jr. going to the the, going to the Cardinals because the Chicago Bears probably going quarterback they're probably going quarterback I imagine and they're trading Justin Fields, which gives us so much more co- content in the offseason. Where's Fields go? Where's Fields go? The Fantasy Football Show begins now. 
Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. A lot to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. Um, a lot to do with the rookies, a lot to do with, and we're not gonna delve too much. I know some of you want my top five running backs, my top five wide receivers. I'm not I'm not getting to that because that's January one. January one, we dropped that goodness. So this is gonna be kind of compartmentalized into a Marvin Harrison Jr. conversation, and then we'll go from there. January one, get ready for the rookie content. Chicago from Carolina, looking like the number one pick right here, right now. Arizona Cardinals, number two. Washington Commanders, number three. New England Patriots, four. Giants, five. Uh, Chargers, six. Uh, and then we've got six for right now. Then you've got a whole a whole bunch of other other scenarios. Let me see if I can pull up this, uh, this draft order here. Titans are projected at seven. Bears at eight again. And uh, Jets at nine. Falcons, 10. Saints, 11. Green Bay Packers, 12. Vegas, uh, 13, Broncos, 14, Minnesota Vikings, 15, ex, you know, et cetera. So we'll, we'll get into some of that, but a lot, a lot can change. But right now that's what is it's looking like. And maybe the Bears want to draft Harrison and keep Fields. They'd be kind of smart to look at that. But at the same time, if they don't believe in Fields and they don't want to go down this road again, there's really never another chance to get a <laughs> the number one pick to get that quarterback. You really have to take to take that chance if you're questioning Fields. And Fields will have a market. I don't know if they'll get exactly what they want, especially with people knowing their hand, they're showing their hand. We're we're potentially going after, you know, a quarterback. So now Fields costs a little, little less. But supply and demand, it doesn't really matter if everybody knows what they're thinking. If there are teams that need a quarterback, they'll pay the the price. So we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. Real quickly, jump right over to this uh, MVP race. I want to know what everybody's thinking. Is Purdy knocked out of the MVP race? Let me see what people think. Dro- drop your vote all, uh, uh, all day long. CMC says, Benjamin, drop your vote for who wins the MVP race. And if anybody's got an even even bigger... Um, uh, Smitty offseason rocks. Thank you, Space Ricky. If anybody has an, an even bigger take on it, like, hey, I think, you know, McCaffrey wins it, but yeah, it's a quarterback. Lamar beats, per- like, you can give me that kind of extended take as well. We'll open the phone lines in just a little bit as well and get your guys' vote on that. Justin is him, says Benjamin. Uh, D Town, appreciate you. The MVP will be decided by process of elimination, says Superfish. Uh, Isaac in the building. What's up, Isaac? Appreciate you. A- Action Jackson says Swaggy. Uh, D-Town's in the building. D-Town, what's up? Appreciate D-Town in the building. Um, super chats are, are coming in. First super chat of the evenings from TMO. That gets a standing ovation. TM, appreciate you, TMO. TMO dropping the wattage on screen, and it looks like this. Losing Pittman and Chase last week killed me. In contention for third place now. Thanks for your help this year. Sorry about that, bro. We'll get you all buttoned up and ready to go for 2024, though. That content is here, and it's here now. So, TM, get ready to to, to load up on information. We're going to help dominate your league next year. Why are people saying Lamar for MVP? He only leads QB in rushing. Smitty, that's a terrible take. You know what's funny, though, Julio? <laughs> Julio, call it. Call it, Julio. 
Tell me how it's a terrible take. Come, 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 come debate me how it's a terrible take that Lamar is winning the MVP race when he's winning the MVP race, Julio. How is it a terrible take when that's what it is? That's what it is, Julio. This isn't my take even necessarily, Julio. That's what the facts are. I appreciate your $10 holler. You get a to the moon. You get a moonshot for dropping the 10 wad, but a terrible take? A terrible take? Terrible Tuesday take? I don't think so, Julio. I think it's a terrible take to suggest that Lamar Jackson is the league front runner MVP to suggest that's a terrible take? That is the terrible take, my guy. Phone lines are open and waiting for you. Let's have a little debate on this one. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Terrible take. Not only that, look at the numbers. One bad game saying this is wild. How is it wild? Julio, call in, you Niner fan. <laughs> tell me you're a Niner fan. Without tell me you're a Niner fan. What in the hell is going on here? I'm just waiting for Julio. Julio. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Let's wait for Julio. I. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable, bro. The things people will say. The things people will say is got me scratching my head. <laughs> what? I'm getting called a wild take. Julio says I've got a wild take. <laughs> Terrible take Tuesday by Smitty. Terrible take and a wild take. <laughs> like, I'm just coming up with this. I decided I was sitting here. I'm like, let's get some bold content together. And let me just throw Lamar's name out there. See if I can get some clicks. <laughs> see if I see, see if I can get some views. <laughs> Julio, where are you? Julio, where are you? I'm waiting for you, bro. I swear, Niner fans are the craziest sometimes. Like, the thing that's weird about Niner fans, I love my Niner fan base, and I've got a bunch of Niner fans in here, but the crazy part about Niner fans is they don't see clear at all. You could literally say, like, he's still in the top three, but I think I think Lamar... How could you have that take? Not having a Niner in the, in, the, in the MVP race? One bad game? Of course one bad game. One bad game against Lamar Jackson. They're neck and neck for the MVP race, bro. That's not my take. That is reality. And Lamar, like, blasted him to pieces, Julio. I'm waiting for you to call. I'm waiting for you to call, Julio. Uh, Travis, what's up? Until Julio calls, you're live. Yeah, I think maybe, well, Niners fans, it, like you said, love them, but they're, they're in their own boat. I don't, I don't want to speak for them, but some people, some people that are saying it's crazy, I think they might be basing it off of fantasy, too, because he, he had, I don't know, before the, before the bye, he wasn't like, playing at an elite elite level for fantasy you know he had several weeks under 20 points and 
So I'm I'm wondering if a lot of people just look at the points he scored in fantasy. I know, you know I know, but Travis, awesome, Travis, people but. should know better. People like I I shouldn't they have should. to I shouldn't have to explain to somebody when we're having an MVP race conversation that they need to remember what how they base that on what's it going off like you know what I'm saying like that he's he's a grown man he I, should I know agree. better than to I be agree. like oh maybe I'm factoring in fantasy. But we'll we'll wait for him. I, I hear what you're saying, and it probably. But he's a Niner fan. Good Lord, Trevor, what are you doing over there in South Carolina? That yeah, it was. What are you doing, bro? That, that was loud. Are you are you uh, what you doing? I was in the shower. My bad. Okay, call him from the shower. Hey, that's not the first time. You, you know, <laughs> uh, we haven't had that in a I'm while. But dedication. Julio says the phone line doesn't work. Julio, I'm looking at it right now. Dial into the phone line, Julio. I'm looking at it right now. Julio, the phone line doesn't work. I got three people on hold. Here we go. This might be him. Hold on. Hang tight. Uh, 347 caller. What's your name, bro? Smitty, what's going on? It's Julio. What's going on, Smitty? Okay, Julio. Let's let's, hold on. One, one, I'm I'm not a 49ers fan. Let's get that straight. Two, you cannot take a whole body of work. The entire season is because he, they don't play defense. Now, you're going up against two great defenses, yes. But in what categories does Lamar Jackson lead in? Can I, can I say something real quickly, bro? Can I, can I, just, can I, can I say something that, that, that kind of puts your whole argument to, to, to bed? I don't even need, I don't even need to answer. Who's what's that noise, Julio? Where are you at? A party? Can you step away from that? I'm at, I'm at, no, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at work. I'm at okay, work. it's super loud. Mute mute yourself while I talk real quick, if you could, just so that everybody can hear me. I don't even. I'll answer your question, but I don't even have to answer your question because your entire argument has been knocked out into outer space, and there's no 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 sign of it ever coming back because you said my takes wild. And you also said it's a terrible take to suggest that Lamar Jackson is now in the lead in the MVP race. Bro, that is a factual statement. Uh, The majority of everybody thinks this man is leading the MVP race. It doesn't matter what I think. This is the reality of the situation. So to suggest that I'm wild shows you're completely out of touch as to what the general population is already saying peddling out there it doesn't even matter if it's a if it's my take or not he is the front runner mvp candidate you're making an argument for why you think the majority of everybody are wrong but you're acting like this is a wild take by me that's not a wild take how can you say it's a wild that's what you said that's no, what you said. It's a wild take, not by you. I said it's a wild take in general. That's my. That's no, what I said. You you said terrible takes, Smitty. You said terrible takes, Smitty. You look here. It is Julio. I got your yeah, super yeah. chat up, which I appreciate, by the way. And I did. You, you got balls to super chat this. I appreciate that. Number one. Okay, so hats off. Nobody hate Julio in the chat. This man super chatted ten dollars to say this, but you said Smitty. That is a terrible take. Look at the numbers. You are directing this at me. And I'm just merely saying whether I'm wrong or the majority's wrong. And he's not even my... Did you hear me say he's my MVP? I I said he now knocks off Purdy for the MVP race. They faced each other. Lamar won. It doesn't matter. Stats don't determine the MVP, bro. It's most valuable player to that person's team. And 
in the so game be, where the Niners faced off in a game where the Niners faced off against the Ravens and the Niners are more talented top to bottom. You guys, I say you guys, cause I'm pretty sure you're a Niner fan, even though you say you're not. Well, the Niners are not a Niners fan. Well, the Niners are more talented top to bottom. Purdy's got more weapons than Lamar Jackson times five. And Purdy got worked over by Lamar. Lamar outplayed him. Lamar won the game. Lamar, therefore, in yeah, a close yeah, MVP Lamar, race, is yeah, now the Lamar leader. Lamar does not play defense. What's, what, Julio, what's your point, bro? So, so you, okay, so I'm not saying Purdy or – I think the most valuable player is CMC, 100%. I, I agree. No matter what team I he's agree. on, he should be the MVP. I agree, he, but he how – Two statistics. If you take him out, that 49ers – team yes they have a lot of superstars just like lamar's had good mark mark andrews went down uh who else went down for them uh, hey, let, let, let me ask, let me ask you this down. let me ask you this though bro let me ask you this if you take lamar jackson off of the ravens do they have any hope whatsoever even a prayer i do who's their backup that always on wins when he's down johnson he's always He's always down. Lamar Jackson hasn't had a healthy season until this year. Julio, Julio, if you take Lamar off of this I, roster, you can. They do not have a prayer. They don't. They don't I, have I, a prayer. I think. I, I if, think if you, you it, it, hold on, if, hold on. If you took Purdy, yeah, that, that's my. That's my. Hold on, Travis. Hold on. My question, Julio, is if you take Purdy off the roster, isn't Christian McCaffrey good enough? You throw Sam Bradford in there, they have probably a better shot. And traveling further into the playoffs than the Ravens do without Lamar? Is that not an accurate statement? Uh, yes, it could be, yes. Okay, so how? So let's travel back. How does Lamar so his, not so outrank Purdy the for the MVP race? Exactly the same as Lamar. What was that? How, so traveling back in time, how does Lamar not outrank Purdy in the MVP race if you just answered the question for me? You take Purdy off the roster, the Niners have a better shot than if you take Lamar off the roster for Baltimore. Meaning CMC is more important than Purdy. I agree with you, CMC is the most valuable player in the National Football League. But you're trying to argue that Purdy off of one game didn't fall past Lamar Jackson when you just kind of admitted that you thought that Lamar was more valuable. Past Lamar. You what? I don't think so. I don't. I still don't think that he went down past Lamar. Just, One game does not matter. He doesn't play just, defense, bro. Lamar's back. What do you mean he doesn't play defense? What do you mean? Why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying he doesn't play team? defense? Why do you keep saying he doesn't play defense? What are you talking about? Because he's not on both sides of the ball. What? Listen. <laughs> we cannot say that Lamar Jackson is yes people about? are thinking that but but over the body of work what are his statistical numbers do you know hey can not? we can we simplify this you said off of one game party did not drop below Lamar you just admitted exactly you just admitted that if you took Lamar off of the Baltimore Raven offense and took party off of the Niner offense that Lamar was more valuable that the Ravens had no Less of a chance than the Niners did. So how are you? How are we even having this conversation? Number one, number two. I don't make the rules, Julio. 
How is it a terrible take? And how is it wild? You said my take was wild. As if it I is. came in here looking looking for views or clicks or something. That's what that suggests. No, this is a wild this is a no, wild no, no. take, Smitty. This is a wild take. <laughs> no, this never, is the take that. of everybody you, around, you, Julio. I'm not saying I necessarily agree. But Lamar Jackson is, by all accounts, you can ask anybody that thinks CMC is the MVP, they'll still tell you, I think Lamar's leading it, though, unfortunately. Because okay, that's fine. Those people say, but I, I don't think that. Okay. His, is it, is it, it wild, though? Better. Is it really wild? Is it really wild? I just want to know that. I think so. And I'm not a 49ers fan. Okay. Hey, Julio, what else you got for me? And, and first of all, I appreciate your super chat. I just, I just. Anytime, I just, anytime, what what, what else can I help you with real quickly before you get back to work? No, 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 no. I was just saying that you right. can look at the statistical numbers on both teams and as a quarterback, that's, Purdy's doing better. That's not how they decide MVP. That's definitely a hundred. No, that's a hundred thousand percent. Okay, so when I say that Lamar's okay. leading the MVP race, am I saying that I believe in the calculated uh, assessment? process of the MVP that I think CMC is not really my MVP. No, my statement, my show, the title, everything is about did Purdy get knocked out of the current real life MVP race that you or I don't vote on, Julio? I don't think yeah, I don't think so either. I don't I don't I'm not, <laughs> I don't think I Julio, don't think what do you do for is, what do you but, do for work? What do you do for work? That you don't tell me where. Just uh, what kind of work? Uh, sanitation. Okay. Keep, keep us clean, bro. <laughs> get, get, don't don't use it. Oh, don't man. use your interpretation when you're making those decisions and pulling no, those levers. Not, right? Not at all. It's okay. Just, <laughs> stick to, stick to the policy. The pull the right work. lever at the right time. Don't be trying to interpret this thing for me and sending the wrong water down the pipeline. All right, bro. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Hey, Julio. I really you appreciate enjoy. your super chat. Thank you, pal. You see you at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Later. Okay, let's go back over to Travis. Travis, you're live. Uh, appreciate Julio. I do. I do appreciate him. I, I labeled him as Julio a Niner fan, even though he says he's not. That's wild. His is a wild take. His is a real wild take. I I just hope he's pulling the right lever, and he's not going. I don't think this should be considered the quality water. I think this water's better. Boom. <laughs> Send that over to Smitty's house. <laughs> All right, Travis, you're live. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they they don't they don't decide it strictly on numbers. Which, no, you know, if you look at total numbers, Purdy's going to have more passing. But if you want to really break down numbers between passing and rushing, Lamar accounts for as many, about as many yards per game as Purdy does, maybe touch under or touch over. And then if you look at like yards per attempt, yards per completion, all that, uh, quarterback rating, interception percentage, he's in the top like. 10, top eight, top five, all over the NFL, you know? So obviously he's not going to pass as much because he runs. So you have to take that into consideration if you're looking at that. I just love how he kind of walked it back. Like when he got on the phone, everybody usually walks it back when they get on the phone line. But he, he said, Smitty, that's a terrible take. That was not to suggest that the world is being a terrible as a terrible take in general. He made it, he 100% made it sound like me saying Lamar was now probably leading the MVP race was a terrible take and it was wild. It was out there. <laughs> like that was, that was just head scratching to me. Um, all right, let's go to Hank from Illinois. Hank, you're live. Um, if you were Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, what would you do with that number one overall pick? Uh, 
I if I was Ryan Poles, to be honest with you, bro, like if this was my, I, I wouldn't say if I was Ryan Poles because he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't think. If it was me, I would draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and I and I believe yeah. I believe in Fields, but I don't think they do. The problem is they also haven't set him up properly. Like, do I feel like Fields will succeed there next year? I don't think so. I think it's going to be potentially more of the same. I think maybe there's mm-hmm. some more consistency, but I'd rather see Fields get out of Dodge, and I'd rather see Chicago mess up whatever else they, they want to mess up. So if it were me, I know I would change things. I would I would move things in a positive direction. I'd trade up and get the number one running back or number two running back in the National Football League. Uh, or I'm sorry, the, in, in, the, in the NFL draft. I would trade, yeah. or actually they have that number 10, 12 pick. So I, I would potentially use that and even trade up into the bottom of the, the first round to draft an RB. And I like Khalil yeah. Herbert too. I would literally have the number one quarterback prospect um, or fields, Marvin Harrison, and then maybe, you know, an amazing defensive piece. I could go a hundred different directions. If I, if it was me though, I'd have confidence in fields enough because of the way I would build that. Let's say I kept the one pick, used it on Marvin Harrison Jr., Use that 10, 11, 12, whatever pick they have on a defensive player. Trade up from the second round into the bottom of the of round one. Take the RB of choice for me because I think that people will still kind of have that. We don't want to take an RB in the first round. Maybe one goes, maybe none. This isn't the same draft class, so it'll be treated a little differently. And and if not, you know, I, free agency, I would, I'd make a splash as well. But if yeah. you told me, hey, we already traded fields, now here's the job. I, I would I would I think I would smash by drafting a quarterback, you know, or I mean th- there's other avenues, but I think you you're very rarely given the number one overall pick. So you kinda gotta mm-hmm. take your shot at that. But I would keep Fields, bro. But but I don't mm-hmm. think he survi- I don't think Fields survives in Chicago. I think they're doing a piss poor job of supporting yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And they've already casted so much doubt in this young man's mind. I just don't I just don't think it's 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 smart. I think we got to get a new head coach too. Our head coach sucks. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think they're tempted to get a new uh, quarterback contract too, get the full five years again and reset. I think that's too tempting for him. Yeah. We'll see, bro. Um, but but yeah. it's a great it's a great question. If it were me, like I, I hope, I guess the real question that we should be asking is where do we want Marvin Harrison to go? Because yeah. Chicago with Fields would be good mm-hmm. if they decided to keep him, I suppose. But it's also like not the best place because we feel like there's disorder there. Arizona would be interesting. I I think Kyler could feed him, but there's some hesitation to like could he be capped off a little bit? Uh, we saw what Hopkins could do, but Hopkins felt like he was, I don't know, it felt like he couldn't flourish to the to the full extent of his capability. Right. But then again, like Kyler's growing and so there's there's some upside there. Washington would be absolutely awful. Awful. Oh, yeah. New England would be the worst and Bill Belichick if he was to stay and I don't think the hoodie will be there. A lot of people say he'll be in uh in a Chargers situation. But if let's say the hoodie stayed in New England or whatever, that would be awful. And even if he didn't, this team is so far away. I, 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 this is the last place I want Marvin Harrison Jr. to go in New England. I think it would be a death sentence for at least Belichick a year or two. 
I don't know. Bel- Belichick, Belichick is would never take a receiver. I don't think. Oh, he, bro, he loves he loved Mar he loved Hopkins. He he loves receivers. He he just he doesn't always pull the trigger, but he loves them. I don't know. Uh, Chargers, <laughs> this would be freaking ideal. I ju- they got to oh, trade yeah. up. The 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 thing you're gonna hear me talk about all off season is this Charger team needs to get aggressive, and they need to do it now. Arizona is so willing to trade out of their high draft picks every year. And and I, I definitely, if I was the Chargers, I'd be targeting this number two pick. I wouldn't take any chances. I would assume Chicago is, as long as you feel pretty good about Chicago going and getting, you know, their quarterback. Um, then th- th- you know you're getting Martin Harrison at two. The Cardinals are susceptible to trading down a lot. So if I'm the Chargers, I go get the number two pick. I make Marvin Harrison my future, and then you've got Herbert secured. Herbert, Herbert then potentially lives in his former. Herbert is the goat. He'll punch you in the throat. Potential status, but I was very, very skeptical of Herbert walking into the season for all the reasons we saw unfold. To be fair, a lot yeah. of players folded. To be fair, I liked T Law a whole lot more than T Law delivered. So I'm not trying to sit here and pat myself on the back for projecting that that this would go the way that it did for for Justin Herbert. But Herbert needs something or he's not going to get to the level that everybody wants him to get to. I also believe Herbert is capable of being a top four quarterback in the National Football League. I'd even venture to say top one to five. Like, let's let's give him the range that he deserves. But he can't do it without these options, especially with his options aging out. You know, Keenan Allen is going to be 87 years old this offseason. How are you going to expect this man to come in and keep doing it? And and Eckler's done. Put a fork in him, and he probably won't even be in a Chargers uniform next year anyway. So they have to go get aggressive. They can't trade down, get multiple pieces, and try and fix this thing using some mediocre options. They have to get aggressive. Probably the most talked about Off-season top 10 content you'll find from me will be the Chargers getting Marvin Harrison Jr. They've got to do it. They've got to do it. All right. What what else you got, bro? Anything else? Nothing. I was just wanted wanted to ask that, but uh, thanks, thanks, man. All right. This is Hank, right? Hank, Hank, appreciate you. Yep. All right. uh, Ethan, the negative. What's up, Ethan? Smitty, uh, credit to Julio for calling in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of communication, by the way. I, w- I was going to do a bad impression of, of Julio, but let let's hear it. Let, no, hold on, hold on. Let's hear it. Ready, um, ready. Hold on, hold on. Julio, uh, <laughs> fake Julio, deep fake Julio. You're live. What can we do for you? Yo soy Julio, Lamar uh, Jackson es horrible. <laughs> that, that's that's not cool. Yeah. Ethan, Ethan, you're you're assuming a lot. Finish him. Well, he probably, he probably knows Spanish, too. He knows Spanish. <laughs> Julio, you don't, you don't, that's, that's a lot of assumptions that you're making there, Ethan. You just lost your privilege. That was a horrible take. <laughs> that was a horrible take. Julio comes in, drops a $10 super chat. That's what you got for him? Unbelievable. Uh, Sebastian, you're lying. I didn't think I was going to hang up on Ethan the negative on his impression. I thought this was going to be fun. I, I, let's do it. Let's try it. And then what does he do? He gets hung up on. All right. Let's go over to. Uh, His name is Ethan the Negative. Yeah. That's why. Maybe that's why we did coin him Ethan the Negative. I don't know. But that was awful. I'm actually calling you out of back now. Because of him, too. You what? 
I said, I'm actually calling uh, in courtesy of him, too, because he made a point that was a very concerning oh, saying. Who, who's this? Lamar doesn't play both sides of the ball. Is this Matt? Nobody does. Is this Matt? Sebastian. Sebastian. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Julio kept saying that. I, I did, didn't. You hear me ask him? But didn't you hear me ask him? Like, what is he talking about? I asked him five times. He kept saying, "Smitty, Lamar doesn't play both sides of the football." L- Smitty, Lamar doesn't play defense. And I'm just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I didn't understand what Julio was saying by that. I asked him. I'm like, hey, what, what? Uh, what what do you what do you think, bro? What what are you talking about? Do you think Brock Purdy's playing cornerback these days? Like what what's he what's he saying? Does anybody know what he meant by that? I couldn't figure it out. Julio wouldn't say it. Julio's in the maybe, chat right now. Maybe he's referring to Shohei Otani from the MLB. Hey he's hey, a top pitcher and a top batter. While Julio's while Julio's balancing the scales of sanitation for us all, and our lives are on the line, he's still in the chat. Um, Julio, can we? First of all, Julio, are you offended by Ethan the Negative's comment? If you are, we won't answer the phone. He can be, he can be, uh, no, no phone line for him for one day. If Julio's offended, so Julio, I want you to sanction whether we should let Ethan the Negative call back or not based on your being offended. Second, Julio, can you please explain to us what in the hell you meant when you said that Lamar doesn't play defense, Smitty? How could he win the MVP? He doesn't play defense like Brock Purdy. What are you talking about? I, I, I just don't understand that part. So, Julio, please clarify both of them. All right, uh, uh, Sebastian, what else can I do for you? It's a wild show. All right, and then I, I, here, I'm going to give you the point that I actually called in for. All right. Am I crazy to be extremely concerned about Justin Jefferson? going into next week because I saw his championship from last year it was like one reception 15 and it was against Green Bay we just lost Hawkinson this week and Addison is questionable is it okay that I'm extremely concerned about him uh, I think no. I, I think there's I think it's not crazy to be like what in the hell is going on here and and I think there's multiple reasons to be a little bit worried about Justin Jefferson in 2024. But I think what he just did on the field with Mullins, with the situation that he was handed, should have relieved a lot of your panic and anxiety. Like we just saw Lamar, we just saw Justin Jefferson become Justin Jefferson again before our very eyes. 100 plus yards, uh, just absolutely destroying defenders with a mediocre quarterback. And the likelihood of Cousins coming back is high. However, I don't. I, that's the one moving part that I'm concerned about. But I think what he did in Week 16, coming out and dropping that hundred and just busting all over the field, bro. The catches he made. I think we're, we're we should be very very uh, at ease. I think for for his potential. Like I don't know. Let's go around the the phone line real quickly. Short answers only. Don't ask your question yet. Just give me. You can give me a one sentence description as to why you're you're saying what you're saying. Where's JJ? In 2024, in your mind, inside the you know the the first round, where are you putting him? Just give me like a, a pick, like 1.3 or 1.1 or 1.4. Let's go. Hold on, I'm gonna go around the phone line. Let's go to Matt who hangs up. Matt who hangs up. Give me your give me your rank for Julio. Yeah, hang on. Rank for Jefferson. I have him in top five still for next year. That's Matt who's who hangs up. Okay, thank you, Matt. Is there a specific reason or, or place that you do you have them at one or five or do you have them at five? Are you really bumping four people above them? It's okay if you are. I just want to know. You say top five. But... I, I, I mean, 
probably just have him in the three to five range. You know, probably behind Tyreek, but that might be it. Okay. The receivers. Okay. Trevor uh, from South Carolina, just give me a, an answer and then a one sentence maybe description as to why. Uh, where's Where's JJ in your 2024 ranking mindset? Oh, man. I'd say 1.5 at the earliest and at the latest. I don't think I'd take him before that, and I don't think I'd take him after that. And that's strictly because you saw last week's game. He is who he is. He always will be who he is. But at the same time, that's injury risk if he doesn't have a good QB. So I don't like hospital balls ever. Uh, so, uh, But ER makes a really good point, though. But JJ doesn't play defense. Um, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Julio said that earlier, yeah. and everybody just oh. ignored it. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> hey, you know what he was saying? I, and I'm, I mean, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was saying that the Baltimore defense did more than Lamar did for the whole game. I think that's what he was doing the comparison for. Not that Lamar himself plays defense. I think he was saying that defense demolished. SF yeah, but on its but own. but but the Niners' defense is easily as good, and they didn't demolish Lamar, so it's an invalid point. It doesn't make any sense. He just kept saying it. I, I, oh, I completely agree with you. I think the guy was off his rocker. Lamar, it, he already has one MVP season. He could do it again. the The boy is the boy is raw. Like. I don't know any QB like him that has stayed as healthy as him yeah. and only shows more promise hey, in the future. Okay. Like, All right. dude, the boy, the All boy's right. insane. All right, Matt, who hangs up? Hang tight for me real quick. Or, no, who's this? Trevor? Trevor, hang, hang tight for me real quick. Um, wh- yeah, where, yeah, where, yeah. where is this? Uh, where is this? Let me see. I had uh, I had this somewhere here. Let me see. Is this, this where it is? Uh, no, I had something on the screen I wanted to show. So um, Julio has not yet voted on whether... Ethan, the negative, can come back on the phone line. So, Ethan, I've got you on hold here. Please don't say anything yet. I've, just please mute yourself. If Julio gives you the, his blessing to be back on the phone line, we'll allow you. But just hang tight for me, please. Don't say anything or we'll hang up on you. Julio, can you please give us a sanction here or an approval? D- did did Ethan offend you? And if he didn't, can he be back on the phone line or do we give him uh, a week off? Or a day off. We'll give him a day a day suspension on the phone line. Come on. Uh, this is from Ethan. Ethan, don't speak. You're on the phone line, but please wait. Ethan says, come on. I sang Julio's praises. I even told him how much money there is in sanitation. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're telling him about his job? Just hang tight, Ethan. All right, let's see what, let's, let's see what Julio says. Let me go over to... Uh, uh, who else is on the phone line here? Sebastian, Matt, Trevor. I think everybody spoke so far. Trevor, did you have anything else? No, just when you get time, uh, I need some help. I'm in the championship. Uh, I got a couple RBs I need to put into play, but I'm not sure exactly who. All right, well, hit, hit me with it real quick. Hit me with it real um, quick. All right, I got, and I know I'm spoiled. I traded, so just don't judge me. I got McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and Je- um, Jonathan Taylor, A-Chain, and I need to pick what three I want to play. Yeah, I already have McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara locked. I, I'm just I'm going be oh, and I have James Conner. So I'm going back and forth between James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, and A Chain. Who do I want to play? Yeah, so championship game. I mean, I I think Kamara still has this locked. Obviously, CMC. I think like logic tells you to go J 
T, but um, yeah. that's that's such a tough call. Like I think we need to wait on the news. There's so much that you know. There's there's you know Zach Moss news. There's um, like JT only he got uh, 2.39 yards per carry, one touchdown, 18 totes, yeah. 43 yards. He has the Vegas matchup, which is nice though. So I, I really do like JT this week. Achan, we gotta wait and hear how much involvement he's gonna have in the receiving game if he's questionable at all. Waddle being out, I think Waddle's out for week seventeen in my mind. High ankle sprain usually means that, but we do need to hear a degree uh, of that high ankle sprain and all that coming in. There's just a lot to wait on here. Connor is very safe. I guess you could say Connor might be the safest choice, but uh, I think I probably lean JT yeah. at this moment in time. But we'll, we'll revisit that. We'll have more for information later in the week. Um, I did just realize that there's a Thursday game this week. Could I ask one more question? Yeah, hit me with it. Flacco, Stroud, which one? I have Stroud in right now. I just played Flacco and got his good grade. Uh, I, I pro- you know what? I'd probably go Stroud if he's if he's a full systems go. Everything looks good. i probably go Stroud because Flacco's yeah. got a brutal, brutal matchup, bro. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd definitely go. I'm just by, waiting for news. By the way. Side. The forgiving Julio has said Ethan may speak. Okay, so oh, after after saying what a what a what a garbage comment you made toward Julio and assumptions and assumptions, Ethan, you're live. What can I do for you, Ethan? Oh, thanks, Julio. Uh, I wanted to say um, a take on uh, Brock Purdy. I, I think Shanahan. Just deal with the drama. He should sit Purdy and get rest that stinger and everything. It doesn't matter if Darnold throws four touchdowns or four inter- interceptions. And then, uh, because we've seen teams before deal with quarterback controversy and win Super Bowls. You had uh, Brady and uh, and Bledsoe. You had uh, the commander's old team name from back in the day. I won't say that. Get the, you know, let's with, go. Uh, get, get it going. You know. Uh-huh. You know, but... But yeah, they, they. I think they. Shanahan should be smart about this and just rest he him takes and his back and the stinger for a little bit. Yeah, rest him. Okay, it's not not going to happen, bro. I don't think it's going to happen at all. You, first of all, his confidence would be sh- absolutely shattered if you're like you're going to sit out for a week and then we're just going to throw you in. You know when the they got to get the cobwebs off. I, there's zero. There's almost zero chance of that. I I think um, especially against the Commanders, this is a, a motivational get your confidence back game. You know, I shouldn't say zero chance. If he's really yeah. hurt, if he's really hurting, they could sit him. But I'm just saying, I don't think that they can't be afraid to use Purdy, or they're not going to win a championship. They got to throw Purdy out there and have him blow up the Washington Commanders, bro. He's got to go out there and blow him up. And, and it's 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 an easy yeah. easy confidence game. Let's just say that if Purdy goes and craps the bed against the Commanders, he ain't the guy. And you need to know that now. So I, I disagree with you, Ethan, yeah. but I still appreciate you. All right, Ethan, hang tight on on the phone line here. You've earned your spot back. Julio is such a Julio to the moon. Julio, a ten month membership from yeah, Thomas. Kind Julio. Uh, my second off season here. Can't wait, Smitty. Appreciate you, Thomas, for your ten month membership question. I'm sorry it took so long so long to get that. And let me go ahead. All right, uh, Travis, you got anything else? Um, nah, in terms of JJ, I'd I'd take him like. Oh, 1.3, yeah. 1.4. Yeah. But I, I think J, I think JJ is not a, a, a person we should, like, you know what I think of, of JJ? Let me, let me, God, I can't get this thing to focus. Uh, the, the one thing I think about JJ 
is that a lot of times people, and you know, I'm included in this sometimes, have a little bit too much um, concern for surrounding situations when there's an elite talent with an elite skill set and you like look at CMC and then the injury history like I admittedly should have been higher on CMC should have been my unquestioned number one I think hindsight's always 2020 or 2015 but JJ is it reminds me a lot of CMC in that if if we try and approach this from some sort of like I'm gonna investigate this differently than everybody else and I'm gonna be the one that I think this could backfire on everybody's face. I think this is the same thing as CMC. It you know, we should absolutely one hundred percent accept the fact that he's the number one wide receiver in the league. I think Tyreek Hill, you could make the debate for sure, but this is the number one dynasty wide receiver, the number one wide receiver. He's absolutely elite, and I think any sort of like overreaction to this season when he's literally hasn't been injured at all his entire career. He's never on the injury report really that I can remember heading into the season. I I think you got to give him a pass, a complete pass on what happened. And we do need to know what happens with Kirk Cousins, but to take him out of like, let's say a top five will be, I think a big mistake putting him like 1.3, 1.4. I understand 1.1. I understand that too. But I think anything outside of the top five yeah. is like borderline major regret city. Yeah, my, my, my thing when I was thinking about it was just assuming Cousins is there, obviously, if he leaves, that could change. But if, uh, say, CMC and Tyreek go one and two, if I'm sitting at pick three, who am I really going to take over him? Yeah. I feel great about it. Yeah. You know? Like, you want to see. I know see- you can make the argument for guys, but. Yeah, if I want to leave him sitting there if he drops me at three. Yeah, like you, like you want to say, like Gibbs is our guy, but like, do you really want to draft Gibbs that high? You want Gibbs as late as you can possibly get him. Gibbs is probably going in the first round, but like, do you want to take him at two or three? It's real, almost borderline asking for you know some right. sort of kick and to the nutsack. Like you got you got to get him at the appropriate then, spot. You know, Brees Hall, we got to get him at the appropriate right. spot. Um. Kyron. Yeah. Kyron. You know. Yeah, Kyron. When it comes to receivers, like, who's next? You know, you could definitely argue Amon Ra or C.D. Lamb, but, you know, when you draft a guy, you you're, you can't assume he's going to get hurt or you should just not pick him at all. So if you're assuming health and you're assuming Cousins is there, are you, are you really going to take those guys over J.J.? Yeah. You know? Here, maybe, maybe a running back. Here's like a you great. Said, if you could argue yourself into it. Here's a great question for for Marvin Harrison in 2020. So we we all know he's the 1.1 rookie. That doesn't mean necessarily anybody's gonna have a like a more of a. Oh, hey, I kind of like this guy, this running back. I'm gonna go with the running back, and I hope that Marvin Harrison goes one. So I kind of want the 1.2 this year. Like I'm not saying all that thinking isn't okay, but the general consensus we all know. That the general consensus has Marvin Harrison Jr. as the 1.1 as of right now, rookie, um, and uh, and the re- whole reason I did this sh- the the headline here today. Let me put it up on screen just so everybody can can see it. One second, let me pull it up. Here is here's what I meant to pull up. One second, where is that damn thing? Here it is, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I meant to read this at the top of the show. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is not practicing for the uh, for the Cotton Bowl, making likely his played his last game 
at Ohio State. Thank you for everything, Marvin Harrison. Time to shine in the NFL. So this was like his, you know, you know, I, I guess final. This is like the final thing that makes everybody think, okay, it's NFL draft time now for him. Like there, there's no more watching Harrison play. There's no more risk of injury or anything like that. Like he has played his last college football down, and so that's kind of why I brought him into the conversation tonight. So I didn't read that. I don't think at first. So my bad. But here's here's the question that ER brought up: Is where's Marvin Harrison Jr. going in redraft 2024? Is he? Are people going to overhype this guy way too high? There's that possibility, one thousand percent. Is he going to go in the freaking top 12 overall? Is he going to go in the top 15 overall? Are people expecting way too much? Does he have, I'm going to burn you written all over, and I mean in a bad way, I'm going to burn you written all over it if you're taking him without any sort of potential for upside. Like he has to deliver. He has to deliver top three or four wide receiver numbers in order to get you your value back. I don't know. Uh, I'd love to know. Let's go around the phone line. Let's start with Ethan, the negative. Ethan, where would you take Marvin Harrison Jr., and where do you think people should be taking Marvin Harrison Jr.? Those could be two completely different answers. And give me a short version, please. Uh, Second round, I think. I'm not going to trust first round because there's there's too many good – top receivers that you just gotta you know not cup and cup isn't in there either so okay so you're saying like somewhere in round two like mid round two you'd take marvin harrison now can, can, yeah earlier than alave was this year okay i don't i added somebody to the phone line and there's some background noise like crazy is that robert robert can you mute yourself or whoever the hell's got that background noise please thank you uh, yeah, I just I just turned it down. Okay, thank you. So, so Marvin Harrison Jr. You're saying where does he? Where do you think he goes? Uh, I'd take him before a lot. No, no. Yeah, where do you think he goes? Not where would you take him? Where do you think people are drafting him? The second round. Okay, so right. Okay, Travis. Where do you think people take him, and where would you take him? Two different questions. Uh, I, I right now without knowing where he is. I'd, I'd take him somewhere in the, like, mid-second, okay. probably. I think people will take him a little bit higher, maybe, towards the turn because of hype. But the one caveat I will say is a lot of people, whether it's right or wrong, could be scared away because of what happened with Bijan, just the usage. So I know it's different positions, different team, but you know how people do those things. So. Yeah. But so, so middle of the second round for me. I think people will probably take him at the turn of the first and second. Yeah, I I think I have a I have a I suspect that there's going to be an over hype on this guy to a degree that we haven't seen before in quite some time. So it'll be very very tempting to take him just to make sure you don't miss out on it. But it might be one of those situations yeah. where if Marvin Harrison Jr. is going like right at this like one point, uh, I'm sorry, two point, let's say two point oh four territory that we might have to grab him in one league just so we have him. But if he's going this high, I mean that's that's gonna be hard to put all your eggs in one basket in type of thing. And you, you almost have to just do it. Now if he goes in the third round, let's say, let's 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 give the the people the benefit of the doubt here and say that, that he, he starts going around three on the regular. 
I'm much more inclined to take him with my third drafted player pick, similar to where we took Jameer Gibbs all offseason, and and have the ability for him to maybe have a slow start and still recover from that. I think third round I'm willing to accept. Uh, Swaggy says you guys are delusional. Um, Swaggy, you're the only one here that doesn't like. Like, can I just ask you an uh, honest question? Like, why do you come here? Why, why do you watch this show at all? Because you constantly disagree with everybody in here. You constantly have a problem, and you constantly isolate yourself and say, "You guys, you guys are blue." Like uh, some of your other com- comments on here, Swaggy. Where, not to mention, we're talking about how he's going to get overhyped, and all your commentary is about how we're overhyping him. It sounds like you guys overhype Bijan. Who cares? Like Bijan is a is a generational talent that got absolutely misused, and it sucks what happened to him, Swaggy. But what what on earth don't you understand about this? Was Gibbs overhyped? Was Gibbs overhyped, Swaggy? Did we do a bad job on assessing Jameer Gibbs? How did that work out? But like you know, <clears throat> the constant negativity's got to stop, Swaggy. It's got to stop because it's just a drag on the chat constantly. You guys are delusional. You guys are this. You guys are that. Like, enough's enough, bro. Just like, like either either enjoy the channel or don't. Like, it seems like you don't. I, that's why I'm asking why you even come here. As I was saying before Swaggy rudely said we're all delusional, I think he's going to, as I said, get overhyped to a concerning degree, Swaggy. And if he goes in round three, I'm pretty comfortable taking that stab one or two times during the course of my 2024 offseason drafting. I- I'm pretty comfortable with that. Yeah. Would, I, would I take him in every draft? No. If he started going, let's just say Harrison started going in round five. I, I, w- I would be taking him every single time in round five without a hesitation. I can recover from that. If that doesn't work out, I recover from it. If it works out, I win all of my, my 10 leagues that I do that in. You know, But round three, I believe that's going to be like a hit and miss um, where you benefit greatly in, 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 or if you don't, you, you still can kind of recover, but you don't want to be trying to recover in every single one of your leagues. So I would say like round three would be ideal and amazing. I don't think we're seeing round four or five. I don't think we're going to be blessed with that kind of blessing. I personally think that it's it's two three turn, two three turn. That that's where I'm hoping that he falls. I just think people are going to shove him into round two. And, and unlike Swaggy, doesn't understand what I'm saying. That is what I'm predicting his ADP to be, Swaggy, not what I'm advising. Um, you think um, like if he ends. If he ends up with like Tyler, like you you mentioned, maybe I'm going to the Cardinals or or uh, Fields. Obviously, that that's going to add to the hype, probably. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lanny there, there, spot. There's so, so many good receivers. Yeah, Lanny, Lanny spot's going to um, determine one thing I was, a lot. The, the one thing I was going to ask you was like, how? And I know we don't have to go too deep into this, but how do you compare like a guy like him? And Puka, like you got to take Puka ahead of him, right? Uh, okay, or, so or th- th- it's actually a great, a great point. Like this is where I think we need to understand, like where Swaggy comes in and says something about, um, you know, oh, you can't talk about, you know, taking a, a rookie wide receiver like Puka just showed you that 
rookie wide receivers are no longer rookie wide receivers. They're, they come in playing like veterans. And your situation, as you just alluded to a second ago, 100% is important. Matt says too, uh, way too early projections. Absolutely. That's how we roll. What other channel does this? Nobody. You, If, if this bothers anybody, I'm not saying it does with you, Matto. I'm saying if this bothers anybody, or it's too early, and it's always somebody that watches the replay of this in the comments, too early to be talking about this, then get out of here. Uh, not you, Matto. Just saying in general. If Puka can become a veteran-looking wide receiver as a rookie, who's to say Marvin Harrison Jr., MHJ can't also just walk in and look like a veteran wide receiver. So Puka is a top five dynasty wide receiver to a lot of people walking into 2024. Who's to say Marvin Harrison Jr. won't play at a five to 10 wide receiver level as a rookie? His landing spot, as Travis just said, could determine a ton and it will. But if he lands in a good spot, even Arizona, let's say, Arizona will put him in the five to 10 wide receiver territory. To suggest that Marvin Harrison Jr., the best wide receiver prospect we've seen come out in, I don't know, forever, is, is some would say, is potentially at worst, as I saw one comment, at worst, a high end to the highest degree wide receiver two. Which, at the end of the day, you take a high end wide receiver two at, let's say, 18 overall, and you're not losing your league because of that. The only way you'd lose your league is if he came out and they did a Bijan, which they won't do with the wide receiver. He's not going to have a problem with that. Bijan, you know, running backs certainly have that risk, but I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., it will be to, to this point right here to uh, who, who wrote this, uh, Kele K- 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 K1, Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., third round best ball book it. I hope that he's in the third round. I wonder if sometimes best ball has a player going higher in best ball than reality redraft. And sometimes a redraft, they go earlier. Remember Kamara, Alvin Kamara went in best ball, which was unbelievable to me because in best ball, didn't Kamara feel like he should be ranked higher than in redraft? Because in, in, in best ball, you didn't have to worry about when he get back in his groove upon returning to football. That would all be decided for you in best ball underdog fantasy promo code smitty but for some reason in best ball camaro went in round seven round eight round nine we cleaned up and destroyed because of that and i have a feeling that we might be crazy surprised as to the differential between best ball marvin harrison jr mhj and redraft mhj Dynasty is a whole different topic. We're talking about where is the redraft value for Marvin Harrison Jr. in redraft. We're saying wide receiver 5 to 10, which could range from the second round to the fourth round. I don't think he lives in the fourth round, though. I think it's I think zero chance that he goes. Swaggy says fifth round, fourth round. Wouldn't touch him till the fifth round. You're not going to see him on any one of your teams in Swaggy because there's absolutely no way Marvin Harrison Jr. makes it to the fifth round in on any level in any league. Fourth round is crazy all by itself. But if you want to take an investment in Marvin Harrison Jr. being the next Puka, which I think he absolutely can be the next Puka Nakua. There's no player that that profiles better to do that, obviously, versus this was a more of a surprise Puka. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. If he's in the third round and you're scared off from the third round, then you just you don't deserve Marvin Harrison on your team anyway. 
he's 100% worth a third-round pick. The question is, in a redraft setting, will he even drop into the third round? Will he even be in the mid-second? Will some people take him in the first? Not saying that's advised. I'm just saying, will it happen? This is probably more likely than the third round, the second-round pick. In a dynasty setting, is he top 5 to 10 in dynasty startups? I venture to say, let's just say top 5 to 13 overall. I don't know where he's going to go in that. I venture to say that people will be excited enough to sometimes do the top five thing, and I think some people will be excited, will be cautious enough to let him drop to five to two point one or one point one one or one point one two. I bet you people at the turn will be very very uh, excited to punch the Marvin Harrison button on a, a back to back bookend pick because then he becomes your second drafted player. Marvin Harrison Jr. as your second drafted player seems pretty nice in dynasty startup. So I, I don't know. I think there's almost zero chance that he lasts past pick 12 in dynasty settings. And I think that he is a second round pick in redraft, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Robert, you're live. Robert, what can I do for you? Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. I got a, I lost a, a Pacheco. Uh, I'm kidding. Hello. Yeah, you're 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 there, bro. Hold on. Think about your question real quick. I'll come back to you. Uh, Scott, right. twenty dollar hauler. You just didn't seem like you're prepared. So come back. I'll come back for you in one second. Scott, twenty dollar hauler. Alert. Super chat alert. Scott, appreciate you. Scott says, Scott, are you still here, bro? I'm so sorry about the delay in your super chat response. Um, I got you right here. We got excited talking about that Marvin Harrison stuff. So Scott. If you could just let me know you're here. Scott G to the freaking moon. Let me send him to Saturn for the delay. Uh, Go to Saturn, pal. Go to Saturn. Do it live. Championship, full PPR, one QB, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end. Who do I start? Goff, Kamara, Brees Hall, Sun God, Rasheed Rice, Laporta, Diggs. My bench is Love, Chandler, Spears, Noah Brown. Likely. You're not benching Laporta. I don't care what he did last week. The only thing you're going to want to maybe contemplate here, contemplate, is getting Chandler into your lineup. And how do you do that? Is it Rasheed Rice? I I tend to lean toward Rice and PPR. I think he you know he had a decent game, and I still think Mahomes is capable of two or three TDs at any moment. I just don't think we necessarily can count on it. But Rice has been very solid. Uh, I probably lean Rasheed Rice, but Chandler is very exciting still. But there's a lot of ambiguity there in his situation still. So I'd say Scott, you're good to go. I appreciate you and and start your studs. I think Rice is borderline there. It doesn't matter what he did last week. I know you were expecting big things, and it's easy to downgrade him. But just remember the feeling we all had about Rice walking into Week 16. I don't think much of it has changed because he didn't explode. Uh, Skyward with a $10 hauler. Thank you for the $10 hauler, my boy. Um, is, is Skyward still here? Espinosa, you still here? In the chip, Smitty, my my hurts, Kyron, JT, AJB, Puka, Hawkinson, RIP. Sorry about your Hawkinson injury. Bijan versus his Dak. Breeze, Connor, Hill, CD, Kittle, DK, 0.5. Need two running backs and a flex between Kyron, JT, Bijan, Swift. Uh, we like the odds for your first title. I do. I think you both have good teams, but I, I like your odds. Your, your odds are pretty solid. He's got two amazing wide receivers and a tight end that's going nuts, and DK's not bad. He's got a good, he's got a good squad, bro, but so do you. You both have amazing squads. I, you need Bijan to step up big. You need you need JT to step up big. 
I guess I would I would lean toward JT over Bijan for the moment. Or I'm sorry, you got Kyren, JT, Bijan. Okay. G- guys on the phone line, let me go to Travis. Kyren, JT. So Kyren's a lock. JT, Bijan, Swift, pick two. JT, Bijan, Swift, pick two. JT's got a good matchup. Uh, yeah, who is JT playing? Sorry, I, I, I don't know who's playing. Yeah, he, uh, JT, um, faces off against the, uh, um, Raiders, and they're, they're, they're pretty solid, uh, pretty solid matchup for him. He should have a good day. Um, probably Bijan JT. Bijan JT, she put Swift on the bench. Um, Swift is tough. Cause like he looked really strong, but the thing about yeah. Swift is like even when he looks really good, he still could be like fantasy wise. Like I, I want to say, just because the targets aren't always there, like zero targets last week, ninety two yards and a touchdown. If he doesn't get the touchdown, he has a very strong ninety two yards that gets you nine points. You know what I mean? And the same thing like the week before, right. seventy four yards, ran really hard, got three targets, still ended up with freaking nine point five points on a really good eighteen tote game. So I probably too would put Swift on the bench barely, and I'd go with Bijan and JT. But you're running the risk putting Bijan in the lineup. You're running the risk putting Bijan on the bench. Like either either way you look at it. Uh, appreciate you, Skyward, for the super chat, and I like your odds, bro. That's the only thing you'd even consider changing, right? So I, I would put Swift on the bench, but barely. Trust your gut, though, because you're the only one that's got to live with the results. If Keenan plays, do I start him over Pollard or Swift? If Keenan's if Keenan's starting, I, I mean I'd start Keenan, but we gotta we gotta figure out what's going on with him. Um I, I think he's been too good to put on the bench, but and Swift has been, like I just said, kind of sporadic. And Keenan Allen is last one, two, three, four, five games. Listen to his targets, bro. 14, 16, 16, 9, and 12. If Keenan's playing, you're playing Keenan. We'll address his, you know. His ripe age of 32 years old next, you know, this offseason, he'll turn 32. We'll address that for 2024. But right now, if he plays, you play him. Uh, appreciate you, Espinoza, for dropping the, the $2 hauler. All right, uh, let me get these other two out of the way, and then I cleared the Super Chats. McBride or Njoku? I'm going to go McBride, but they're they're neck and neck, man. Njoku keeps doing it. McBride is still an absolute monster, top two to four wire, uh, tight end. But they're both fantastic. Monty, Singletary, or Chandler, full PPR. Uh, probably going to go, you know, I'm very tempted to say Singletary with, um, with, with, if Stroud is back, if Stroud is confirmed 100% a full go Singletary this week had, uh, a, a, uh, a nine carry 44 yard, 4.89 yards per carry situation going on. Um, nine carries is not ideal, but this was a tough game. The game script was just crazy. I think that if if the game script is is better for this week, Singletary could be the surprise monster of this group. I think he really, really is a, a fantastic uh, play. Uh, Chandler, on the other hand, is hard to trust coming off eight carries, but game script was weird there. He has a t- he had a tough matchup against the Lions. He has a great matchup against the Packers this week. He has back to back games with a touchdown, so there's a risk in sitting him that he could score and do pretty well. Uh, Monty scored a touchdown. And he got a, a boatload of carries, so that was good. I think Monty's pretty safe. I'd say Monty's probably your safest. This is Monty's last five games. 15 carries, 18 carries, 10 carries, which was low. 
17 carries and 17 carries. If it were me, based on what I just said, the words that just came out of my mouth, or the numbers that just came out of my mouth, 15, 18, 10, 17, and 17. Even, uh, it's a Dallas matchup though. Damn it, I forgot about Dallas. Ah, uh, I, I get, you know what? I probably, I would roll the dice with Singletary. But God, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest with you, Truth. I don't know that this is a safe call at all. It, this is a high risk, high reward play. Uh, anybody on the phone line fully disagree? Monty, if Monty didn't have Dallas, I'd say give me that 17, 17, that massive amounts of carries. But bro, I don't, a da- Dallas scares me off a little bit. I would probably say give me Singletary. Monty. Uh, Michael, mute if you could, real quick. Uh, let's go. Let's go around the phone line. Robert, what do you, uh, Robert? What do you think? Singletary, Chandler, or or Monty, the full Monty? I play Monty. I'm a, I've been a Cowboys fan for 55 years. I still play Monty. Uh, Travis, who would you start, Monty, Chandler, or Singletary? Uh, Singletary. Sebastian, Monty, Singletary, or Chandler? Monty, and it's not even close. Look what the Bills just did with James Cook, who was in the slump. Just ran and ran and ran and ran over the the Cowboys. And it's a two-headed backfield. I'm taking Monty by a mile. Uh, I I, I misspoke. I'm in Chandler. You're in Chandler. Okay. Uh, Ethan the negative. Who would you start? Monty, Chandler, or Singletary? Singletary, then Monty. I have Chandler, and I'm frustrated, so... Okay. Uh, well, he just scored. So it's like he did that bad for you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and this one right here. All right, I got this one out of the way. Skyward, a pre- I'm going to say Singletary for now, but can we circle back on, on this Truth 21? Circle back because I'm not ready to lock in Singletary. There's a lot that needs to happen. We got to hear about Stroud. We got to hear about Nico and just make sure everybody's good to go. It, Monty's my answer if, let's say, Stroud can't play or some kind of huge, you know, Houston Texans setback. In a keeper league, you like Rice in the 17th round or Reed in the 18th round? I'd lean Rice by uh, quite a bit, but I like both of them a lot. They're both really crafty. So thank you for the super chats. All right, let's go back to who was the guy that, that wasn't ready with the question? Me. Who's who's me? I forgot. Robert. Robert. Robert, what can I do for you, Robert? Hit me with your question. Be as efficient as you can. Okay, I lost Waddle and Addison. Would JSN be a good pickup for this week? <sighs> Is, can you give me some other options, though? Because, I mean, my general answer is sure, but I just need to know the option. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Palmer. Uh, I got Jay and Reed, but he's questionable, too. So. Give me JSN. Any other options? All right. Uh, that's about the only two that I'd want. Yeah. I, I, JSN's pretty... It's out there on the market. He's pretty solid, man. I mean, he's getting more and more work. They're trusting him. Uh, let me just make sure he's healthy and good to go. I know he got a little bit banged up in this game. His knee hit a brick wall. Which was not not good. The Pittsburgh, oh, that's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense is uh, is a is a you know mixed bag play, but clearly they 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 played very well last week. But but we've seen that happen, and then they fall apart or whatever. So we'll have to see. But definitely uh, a top, not the easiest matchup on paper. But I don't know if that necessarily translates, especially if they need to throw the ball. And Seattle's you know been playing kind of tough. I'd say. Um, I mean, JSN, the last handful of weeks, bro, four, seven receptions, four receptions, four receptions, six receptions. He's getting a lot of work. Um, 61 yards off six. I'd say he's good for 10, 11, 12 points. I, I wouldn't expect more. 
yeah, but like, if if Jaden Reed was starting and there was no concern, I might say JSN's a little safer. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, let me let me go live over to TM42, who is uh, the man, the myth, the legend. TM, appreciate you. What can I do for you, my guy? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, I was wondering about Pickens. Do you trust them to do it again next week, or, or would uh, you start A-Chan uh, uh, over him? Pickens, wow. Uh, I mean, how do you – he's kind of like um, Amari Cooper. Like, how do you sit him after that week, you know what I mean? And he's in a rhythm. You know, he's it's if it's PPR, he was wide receiver two with 34.5 points. Um, 195 and two was absolutely ludicrous, and he's got a pretty solid Seattle matchup. I, I don't think I could, in my right mind, sit him. E- even as an HM believer and a, a guy that says, "Hey, you know, HM's got a kind of tough matchup." However, like McCaffrey just you know ran all over the Ravens. It's not like you know HM's going to be used just a, as an RB. But I think you've got your arguments with another player, not Pickens. And if that's your worst player, your flex guy, then you just have you have you know. Rich man problems, and I think I think Pickens is probably the play. Yeah, I mean, I got Pollard and Achan. I guess I could sit one for the other. Yeah, but, I, uh, I I probably start Achan over yeah. Pollard this week. Unless, but we still are wait, we're waiting on a whole bunch of other information. How's Achan looking? Is he questionable? Is he practicing? Is Waddle out? Are they expected to throw a lot of targets in the direction of Achan? He lines up as a wide receiver more than the haters know. You know, I, I like I said, I keep getting, I kept getting yeah. DMs, messages, and and comments on my YouTube channel. Like when Wilson, like one guy was like literally twelve messages in like a thirty second period. He thought he was like in a live chat or something. He's like, Smitty, enter new comment. What's going on? <laughs> dot dot dot. Enter new comment with Jeff Wilson. Enter comment. Uh, why is Jeff Wilson in the game? A chance on the field in the slot, buddy. You know, pay attention. Box score, Bobby. So there should be a lot of yep. work. It's just you know Pollard is. What do you what do you make of Pollard right now? They can't run the ball. Pollard Pollard had a direct line into the end zone in week sixteen. Yep. Here's the pylon, okay. Here's the 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 end zone, and Pollard takes this handoff. Here's oh. here's the offensive line takes this handoff. Defenders right here. Pollard literally could easily have walked straight into the end zone, just held the football over the pylon, scored a touchdown. He stops dead in his tracks and runs straight for the defender who met him right like a brick wall. And I don't know how Pollard didn't get the football into the end zone. It was disgraceful. you got to put that football over the end zone. You don't just try and run it in and barrel through a, def- a defender. I don't understand what he was doing. And part of me wonders, like, what is, what is the reaction by the Dallas Cowboy coaching staff I, I I say give me give me HN over that. I, I I like Pollard. I'll be rooting for Pollard. I'll be cheering for Pollard. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that everybody should blanket bench this guy. Everybody's scenario is different. Some of you have Pollard, and I'll be saying pick Pollard all day long, and we'll root and cheer when Pollard scores. We'll do moonshots. Everybody gets so confused when we celebrate somebody that did well just because that person was told by me to bench Pollard or that player because you had a great option. So, yeah, uh, that's my take on that. Smitty, may I uh, yeah. say something about that? Uh, negative, uh, Ethan, yes, you may, at the risk of your own 
Demise, go ahead. Do you remember when Zeke got stuffed at the goal line by Tampa, a Tampa Bay DB, and it, we all saw it. It was like the beginning of the end, or mm. like the movie The Program, where the Kinda one guy easy. on steroids can't stop the guy at the goal line. Yeah, it just makes me scared for Pollard for yeah. next year. I mean, I think it's Scott. done. You know what I mean? I don't know. Pollard's, Scotty, yeah. I don't know. If Pollard's done. I wouldn't put it in that perspective. Like he 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 hasn't gotten so old that he's slowing down. I just think that, yeah, I, I guess I don't know what the future holds for Pollard. I'll be honest. Um, I, I wish I could sit here and say that he's an elite player for 2024 and beyond, but to your point, I can't. But I don't know that I don't know that he's slowed down like those examples. Those are kind of bad examples because it's more like, does he have the ability to take on the full-time role? I mean, he's played well in, in spots this year. You know, like, I even want to say, if I go to the, the like, I'm just going to go to a random league. Leaders, RBs on the season, where's Pollard ranking? Pollard is running back 13. Like, we should give Pollard some respect. He's running back number 13. I just picked a random league. Maybe he's 12 in yours. Maybe he's 14 in yours. That's not bad. He's a number 13 running back in fantasy football. Like, I don't think we're giving him enough flowers for what he's done. But are we worried about his situation? Absolutely. Oh, thanks, Smitty. Uh, Got to go. Got to watch Home okay. Alone 2 with the family. Yeah, we don't want to keep you. Thank you, Ethan. Appreciate you. Yep. Right, thank you. All right, later. Bye. This guy, Ethan's hit and miss. Uh, TM42, anything else, bro? Uh, Yeah, I agree on HM. Like, it's not looking good, but he has the highest ceiling out of any running back. And without Waddle, you know, they might have to lean on him a little bit more. So I might just have to ride or die with it. Yeah, I mean, just don't make the decision for yourself. Don't let me sway you because I'm an, an HM believer. It, this is nothing to do with digging heels, and I'm very objective about it. I just think most people don't think I am, which is fine. And everybody's overreactive. If I could rewind the film, which I don't have time to, but there's tons of live stream footage on it. We were in here, and I was arguing with a bunch of people about this man four weeks ago. And we were here discussing whether he was going to rebound. Jameer Gibbs is the man I wrote on my board. Because he had three straight games of playing very, very bad. And everybody said, what are we doing with Jameer Gibbs? Some of these players are ride and die. And and maybe you have the luxury of not starting a freaking, you know, HM because you're loaded. But... To suggest that because Gibbs has three bad games in a row or HN has, you know, his three to four games of, you know, whatever is going on there. After he dropped, like Gibbs, Gibbs dropped four straight games of being a top five running back. Four straight games. HN dropped three straight games. You can't trip and fall into this kind of production. So, um, you know, you got you gotta you gotta pick your your poison and you gotta say to yourself. And, and people that bench Gibbs walking into this week, which everyone's going to act like is crazy. And, and people did. People said all the time, do I play Gibbs this week? But he's had three bad games in a row. He's a ride and die player. What did he do in that fourth game? Exploded to the moon. And now everybody loves him. And now people come in the chat. And when someone says, man, I bench Gibbs. And somebody goes, some box score Bobby or Monday morning, you know, Morgan comes in and says, all right, you don't bench Gibbs, rookie move. When everyone was questioning, I mean, I wasn't, but I'm saying people would come in and constantly ask. And I'd be like, what are you doing? You don't bench Gibbs. 
You know, so I, I get where everyone's coming yep. from, but I, I'm viewing HN the same. And the great news for me is for my argument, and maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong on HN. Maybe he falls apart. Maybe the team just doesn't trust him. And I and I take the L that way for, in frustration. I'm like, God, I know he's got talent, but the team's not using him. What in the hell? Like, I'm, I'm going to be wrong on this. I got to take the L. But, but I, I still believe in the player, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day because the player needs to be used. And that's on me to, to not get that assessment right. But the great news for me is these people acting like the story's already told. We have week 17. We have week 18. We have the NFL playoffs if they win one game or lose in the first round, whatever. We've got three a minimum of three games for HN to prove right or wrong. Nothing's decided yet. And if anybody says, well, too late, he didn't do it, I don't really care about that. I'm here to, to discuss a man that I believe has a lot of a, a tremendous talent, and he walks into 2024 potentially with a top 15 overall upside. And I hope to God he shows flashes of brilliance in this playoff or in the fantasy football uh, regular season that remains. And then maybe he doesn't play well or the team doesn't play well, and he becomes a value walking into 2024. I hope so. Uh, it's just a fine line to walk because if if he's such a good value, that means he didn't finish well. So you kind of want him to finish well, but also be doubted. All oh, right, yeah. all right. Hey, appreciate you, uh, TM forty two. Um, we'll see you later, pal. Yes, sir. All right, later. All right. Uh, final thoughts, yes, um, Travis. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm all set. All right, later, Travis. Appreciate you modding and, and all that you do. Merry Christmas uh, and ha- happy. Well, no problem. Hope you had a merry Christmas and have a happy uh, New Year and remain of remainder of your holiday. And I know I'll talk to you probably tonight, but I'm just appreciate you, pal. Later. Uh, you too. Se- Sebastian, you're live. 10, 10, 10 15 uh, I seconds. I don't think that Marvin Harrison Jr. will be as overhyped as we think he will be. Although I agree on how good of a prospect he is. I don't see him going earlier than his eight in the second round. Well, that's that's seven. that's still high, though. I don't know that that's a... Uh, you started off oh, maybe yeah, having a spicy thing. That's not that spicy to say he goes in the second round. That's still very high. I think he could go at the end of round one, top of two. But, like, I thought you were going to say he's not going to the fourth or fifth round. I was like, bro, no. I, I can see him going as far as early fourth, honestly. Okay, that that would be spicy, but that's... Uh, I, I, I don't see how. I mean... I, I guess in, if, if... In the fantasy, everybody picks the running back. They're going to pick high quarterbacks this year. They're going to pick your Josh Allen, Mahomes, I don't think Lamar. You, but I don't again. think you're going to pick quarterbacks high. Yeah, but, but no, no offense, bro. I'm not. I don't mean this in a in a negative way to you, but I don't think you maybe realize the hype behind him in fantasy football dynasty circles, which is going to infect redraft because a lot of people play both. And I mean, quite honestly, bro, there are people that are saying he's the number one. Like in dynasty circles, he's the number one wide receiver immediately. And some people will draft JJ ahead of him. Some people won't, especially with what happened this year. You can see there are crazy, crazy fan bases for Marvin Harrison Jr. But I, I don't think it would be insane if he went in the third round. I think he has almost zero shot 
going in the fourth round or later, especially fifth round, but fourth round. Now, here's here's where this could, I would say, and I don't think this will be a bold take because landing spot is an integral part of where he gets, how he gets reassessed after the draft. If he lands like in New England and let's say the hoodie, Bill Belichick stayed for some crazy reason, all of a sudden he doesn't go in the second round. You know what I mean? So a lot's dependent on his landing yeah, spot. Totally. So, yeah. Uh, BP, yeah, I've been riding. Personally, I... Smitty cost me this I'm week. B- BP3, you cost yourself the week. You know, yeah, I, I know you love to blame me for your fantasy football team, the entirety of what you put out there. But when you say Smitty cost you the week, bro, you cost yourself the week. I, I'm here to give you the best advice I can. You take it in. You got to do what you will. I always tell you to trust your gut. Your gut clearly said, "I agree with Smitty's gut." So B- BP3, I appreciate you, but like coming in and pointing the fingers at other people is—it's you got to take accountability for the for the loss, bro. I mean, it, it sucks to hear me say, "Oh yeah, Achan, I think is going to go nuts," but Laporta didn't do well. Achan didn't do well. Uh, a lot of players didn't do well. Um, you didn't cost me. Achan did. Smitty. Oh, did he say Smitty? He cost me the week. I thought you were saying Smitty. He cost me. Smitty. He cost me the week. You're saying Smitty. Achan. Co- okay. Punctuation misunderstanding. Um, BP3. I appreciate you. And I know it's frustrating, but again, like you got to ask yourself: Are your are your are your other options any better? You know, are your other options loaded with just as much risk? And are you going to look at A-Chan and say, he hasn't done anything? BP, BP3 says, I listen to you daily. Nah, this is what I'm thinking. You need to lower expectations on him. That's all. I don't, I mean, again, BP3, I appreciate you, but I don't need to do anything. <laughs> I, I, I disagree with it. I, I believe in A-Chan. No one can take that away from me. I believe in Jameer Gibbs. Do you know how many haters came into this chat? BP3? Mid-season on, on Gibbs. How many... Uh, Sebastian, honest take. How many people jump ship? On this channel even. A very Gibbs-friendly channel. How many people jump ship mid-season on Gibbs? Just honest assessment. Uh, I'd say maybe like 50-60% of people yep. that drafted him were trying to sell him by week 5. And it was bad, bro. How, how many people came for my next Smitty, I can't believe what a waste of a second or third. You know how many comments I got on it? I'm losing because of you. I'm 1-4 because I, of you. I, I hate you, Smitty. I, dra- I I took this man in the third round. Never again. Can't believe I listened to this man. I, you, know many, you know how many people said that over and over and over? I'm not saying... That A-Chan is going to prove me right, but I don't have... I, I can rank him wherever I want. I appreciate your concern, BP3, and I do appreciate you, and I'm sorry I misconstrued your your statement, um, but you do what you got to do, bro. You do what you got to do, and trust trust the players you trust. Don't worry about... Let me help you nudge you over the fence if you're on the fence. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 let don't let me change your mind. Don't let me take you and throw you over the fence when you had you weren't even teeter tottering on it. That's how you got to take my advice. You got to trust your gut. You got to trust your gut. Okay, um, let's see here. Monty versus Zeke. Uh, Two dollar hauler. Monty versus Zeke. I'm gonna go Monty. I can't trust Zeke. Thank you for your super chat, bro. And this man, this I need two Javante Singletary or 
Kenny Walker. Uh, I'm going to go with Singletary and Kenny Walker. It feels like Javante's in an eight-man running back by committee. So give me Kenny Walker and Singletary very easily. Thank you for the super chat. Who was I talking to? What was what were we talking about? Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see, bro. His la- Like I said, his landing spot in New England, let's say the hoodie stayed, he would not be a second rounder to me. If he oh, if he's 100% got z- yeah yeah so so much depends on that much depends on that yeah and then one more quick question uh, at one point one or one point two can you justify taking JJ over CMC at the one point two in twenty twenty four redraft yeah one point one or one point two um. No, I, 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 I mean, I think you could definitely justify it. I, I, I think CMC, like, look, the argument for CMC would be the mileage is crazy. Do you realize that walking into 2024, January 1, talking bad about CMC would be the equivalent of talking bad about Kelsey and talking bad about Eckler? Like, those guys were on a pedestal. Those guys were on a pedestal. And the volume adds up. And I'm I, I'm not saying CMC. I would rather take the chance and lose. Taking the chance that McCaffrey gets hurt. And I'd rather draft him at the 1.1 at this point. Than to take the risk and try and ride that train. I would rather. Not only that. I'd rather draft CMC. Who I think will blow up at least for the first month. And then sell him high. If you have any doubts about McCaffrey falling off. You draft him at the 1.1. And then sell them high before you believe that drop-off could come. But I believe the risk is higher to avoid CMC at the 1.1 than to draft him at the 1.1. But there is an... To call you crazy over it, no. There is an absolute argument to make that, hey, Kelsey was a top five lock walking into the season. And we did have this conversation. We said, maybe in 2024 we're going to be like, do we hesitate drafting Kelsey anymore? But we all made that as a community, as a fantasy football whole. We all made the assumption that it was safer to take Kelsey one more year than to not. No one could see Taylor Swift coming. Nobody. Nobody knew he'd change his last name to Swift. We had no clue. But, um, yeah, you're not crazy. All right, I got to go. Michael, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Grigor, you're, you got tw- uh, 20, 30 seconds. I got to go. We got, I got food delivered. Miss Mitty's waiting on me. What can I do for you, Grigor? I, I got you, bro. No, I just wanted uh, to talk about HM real quick, man. Go ahead. So basically, uh, with HM, bro, I feel like whenever I, I always start HM number one in one of my leagues, uh, because I feel like no matter what I'm down, how many points I'm down, I'm never out of it because He's like a kind of a player that can get you 50 and winning the game, even if you're down 40, 45, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't regret ever playing HN. If he gets me five, okay, whatever. But he could have got me 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody like Swift, uh, you play him, you get 13, 14 points every week. Like, yeah, but when you play HN, you could get 50 out of him. Like, yeah. Like nothing. You it, know I agree, I mean? agree with you. And, and, and like, I'm not, I'm not losing a single wink of sleep starting HN over Swift starting HN over those guys exactly 100%. Um the other thing people forget and they box score Bobby this they didn't they're they're not looking at the facts they didn't watch the whole game or they're not aware when they're watching it is that he had about 100 plus total yards in the last two games 
And this is a problem. This could continue in week 17 just to, to take away any ammunition from anybody. There is 100-plus yards in maybe five, six, seven receptions that were all his that were taken away because Tua just happened to overthrow him and doesn't overthrow most of <laughs> yeah, And it was frustrating. And yeah. if you owned A-Chan, you know because you're watching every play, he literally would have had in this last game a 20-plus yard, I think, reception or run at the end of the game was the final play he played. And, and and then he had another another play called back or two and a two overthrew him on another. So we're talking about three receptions and probably about sixty yards. You're talking about about ninety total yard game and like five five or six receptions. Like he would have had a it would yeah. have been a solid day. You know, equivalent. Yeah. That's what that's. It's like people just don't look at it, and I, it's frustrating because. It happens, and I'm like, damn it, you know. And I admit, I admit, I'm looking at it. I'm going, son of a bitch. I'm gonna have to go into this live stream now, and 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 I can't use any of this as evidence because it didn't happen. You can't play that game. You can't just be like, he should have had this. He didn't. He didn't have it. It is yeah. what it is. But if people are paying attention, they know that HM was all over the field. And the week prior to that, he was all over the field, and and so they're lining yeah. him up as wide receiver all the time. In the slot, and with Waddle down, you got to think he's going to be heavily involved. Uh, all right, final thoughts, and Gregor. Monster I got. Monster got, Monster got banged up too, didn't he? Yeah. So we're we're waiting. All all that news is dependent on what a like. You're going to see everybody come out of the woodwork and say we're starting H N H N to the moon if Mostert like is out or we'll just see. All right, I appreciate you, Gregor. Yeah. We'll we'll talk all to right, you later, happy bro. Holidays, brother. Yeah. All right, I got guys. I'm using this this 30 second timer, and I'm just hanging up on you. So you better get your question in, Matt. Who hangs up? You got 30. Go. What up, Smitty? Real quick, it's a dynasty question. Um, it's I have the 102 um, in the rookie draft. It's a one QB league. Um, I trade the 102 to trade up to the 101, but I also trade two future firsts of my own in 25 and 26, or next year's 2025. I have a pick from a prior trade, probably a top three pick. Um, but I'm an I'm an Ohio State alum. I love Marvin Harrison. Um, I want my guy, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on either of those packages for him. So you're gi- you're, you're giving away two first rounders to make this 1.2 up to the 1.1 move, but you're also going to get a first rounder, probably top three pick back. So you're essentially giving up one first rounder to move. Well, no, it's I I keep, I, I have two packages on the table. I have the 102 plus a top two pick next year, or the 102 plus my own future first in two future years for just the 101. Um, if you're you're telling me that that pick next year is a guaranteed top one or two pick, I, I don't want to give that up. Mm-hmm. If if you believe you have the you best team, I don't want to give up a top two pick next year. If you right. think your pick is going to be 12, 11, and you have to give up two of those, I'd rather do that than give up the top two pick. Motion detected at the backyard. Okay. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Oh, and it's not too. It's not too much. Do what you got to do, bro. Take the guy. You t- take your guy. I mean, Marvin Harrison is that good. Yep. All right, later, bro. It, man. Take All right, it easy. All right uh, David, you you got thirty seconds, David. Hey, Smitty, thanks for taking me to the championship. I got two leagues in the championship because of you. Thank you. No, thank you. And uh, Joe Mixon or David Montgomery this week? Montgomery's got a tough matchup. I don't mind him. Like, I, I don't, like, force him out of my lineup. But Mixon's probably, I would say, safer. Um, what, what did Mixon do this week? Uh, total, some total. Let me just 
Yeah, nine points. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like an okay game, but you know, eleven carries, forty-three yards. He's got that. He's got yeah, Casey. You know, Casey's like tough on paper, but like they're getting they're getting worked over, and I don't know, man. I kind of feel like uh, I mean that 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 is a it's a tough question. I I think I think I go Mixon. I don't think I. I don't think I hesitate too much. Monty's a nice play, but it's a tough de- defense, and I, d- I don't know. Uh, I would say, yeah, da- like Dallas yeah. is, a, is a tough go. Uh, I, and, and, and someone might say, yeah. or not Dallas, da- uh, let's see. Who, um, I'm sorry, who does Mont- Monty plays? Cowboys. Yeah, Dallas, okay. And he plays this Saturday. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tough that's a tough matchup, I think, given how good Gibbs is playing. But I, li- I like I like I know, Monty a lot. Like- Someone said play both. Like, who would be the other person that you could put on the bench? Is there another? I got James Cook. James Cook. <sighs> James Cook is my RB one. I, I, I don't know about dispensing James Cook either. But I mean, he he's hit and miss though. I know, but I mean, the, yeah. What do you think? I got James Cook, uh, Mixon, Montgomery, and Gus Edwards. Uh, let's let the chat vote. Uh, vote on vote on two two running backs: Mixon, Monty, and James Cook. All right, bro. I gotta let the chat decide this for you. Mixon, Monty, James Cook, pick two. All right, David. Appreciate you. I might see you tonight. Right, later. Will you, will you be live tomorrow? Uh, I might be All live tonight, but I'm I'm live every every day Monday through Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't you know the don't you know the the show? It's Monday through Friday, bro. The, it's Monday through Friday at uh, at eight PM Eastern every single Monday through Friday on the main channel here, and I'm I'm gonna start going live on the Dynasty channel too, pretty much like every day if I can. So okay. youtubecom football. But uh, li- live Monday through Friday, eight PM Eastern, bro. Come on, I'm not gonna be live tomorrow. All right, later, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, um, Mark from Irvine, I can't answer your phone call right now. I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. I'll see you possibly tonight. Thank you, everybody. And this super chat, this last one from Skippy. $10 hauler, Skippy to the moon. To the moon. Appreciate you, Skippy. Skippy says, uh, uh, B. Cooks, Watson, Gabe Davis, Shahid. Shahid's pretty good. Start three. Uh, uh, Shahid, Gabe Davis, and we're kind of TBA. Right now it's Brandon Cooks, but TBA on whether you can use Watson. But Gabe Davis, Cook, Shahid, that would be my, my guy's. Super Bowl Watson may not play again. Yeah, I mean, you can't even really risk it at this point. Osborne on waivers, Douglas. Robinson's interesting, but no, I think Gabe Davis, Cook, and Shahid, they're pretty decent options. I doubt all three of them go nuts for you, just to be honest. I think you're going to have some disappointment somewhere, but that's probably what I'd do. And uh, we had a couple of people say I missed a membership question. I'm sorry I do miss those sometimes, guys. Thomas, thank you for your membership question. Um, uh, Hoosiers with his two-month membership says uh, Flex... Need, need two running backs and a flex. I'm sorry. I'll do a better job of answering these guys. I'm so sorry that I miss these sometimes. At the end of the show, I, I need to go through them too to make sure. Two running backs and a flex. Uh, JT, ETN, and probably Connor. I like Singletary a lot though. I just don't think I'm benching ETN. I know he had a bad game. JT, ETN, and probably Connor for right now. Hoosiers, can we uh, uh, investigate that one again later? Thank you, Hoosiers. Appreciate you. Hoosiers, did you get that? Uh, I remember the streams with the Monty guys hating on Gibbs. Yeah, I remember everybody going, yeah, we we showed those Gibbs believers. Uh, thank you, Hoosiers. Appreciate you. 
Um, do the membership milestone messages get priority or whatever to be answered? I'm sorry, Hoosiers. I will work on this, man. I'm sorry. And Space Ricky did comment. Thank you for, for that milestone message. I'm sorry I missed it. I'll see you guys all tonight at some point. Um, if you want to draft, I'm not positive I'll be back to draft, but I think I might try. And if not, a Dynasty show at least. So make sure you're subscribed to YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football. But guys, and that's in the description of this video. It's also at the bottom of my YouTube channel. You'll see all my channels right there. Make sure you're subscribed and notifications turned on. But if we draft tonight, Smitty is the code. The link is in the description of the video. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Uh, the link is also right here. Let me drop the link right now. Play Underdog Fantasy. It's amazing. And uh, we might draft tonight. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you all later. Thank you to my super chatters. Thank you, TMO. Thank you, Julio. Thank you, Skyward. Thank you, Scott G. Thank you, Espinosa. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Truth21. Thank you, Skyward. Thank you, uh, Robert Artist. Appreciate you. Turkey, appreciate you. And Skippy. You guys rock. I'll see you guys all uh, tomorrow. Uh, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Let me drop that link one more time in the live chat. I'll pin it if you guys want to draft. That's where we will be doing it. Over on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Don't forget I'm live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'm also live all the time. All the time. Live when news breaks. Link has been pinned for anybody that wants to draft. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Silver's in the chat. Silver, I'm sorry. I saw your message earlier. Silver said, hit that like button. Purdy or Baker. Um, worth a man I, I would say silver I would say probably roll with Purdy uh, chat can we vote on that for silver silver's the man he's been here from the beginning silver was one of my first 10 consistent viewers he was always in the chat viewing uh, whenever I had like 8 or 9 10 viewers silver is one of them he's been here from the beginning uh, him and Alex Cruz are probably the longest time viewers I have that come in and out of the chat so silver de deserves your attention if you guys could please vote Baker or Purdy, I think that depending on Purdy's status, obviously, this is a get-right game, a confidence-boosting game against a very bad team. And no matter what you think of Purdy, if you think he's going to fail again, it's a get-right game, and it's going to be pretty easy for him. I'd go Purdy, but very, very close. Thank you. See you all later. Deuces.